Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Elon Musk says he is buying Twitter to save free speech online. And by what he means by that is he wants to push back on efforts to moderate content at a time when authoritarians, insurrectionists, and rogue petrostates are weaponizing disinformation online in a way they've never done so before. I think Elon Musk's buying Twitter is, without exaggeration, the most important development for free speech in decades. Big tech is an existential threat to free speech and free and fair elections in America. And, and there's a dynamic that has played out for decades, which is conservatives win when we effectively communicate what we believe, because our ideas work. Free enterprise works. Freedom works. So there's two vastly different opinions on the whole Elon Musk running Twitter thing. Rachel Maddow thinks it's a, a, a gift to authoritarian regimes around the world. Hilarious. And Ted Cruz thinks it's the most important, one of the most important free speech things in decades. I think they're probably both uh, overstating it. Jack Dorsey, I don't, I, it's shocking to me that this didn't get more attention yesterday. Jack Dorsey, who created Twitter, who ran it up until a couple of months ago, said he can't think of anybody better than Elon Musk to run it. Doesn't that end the dis, the, the controversy? Seems like the controversy would be over at that point. Now let's just wait and see what happens. No, no. Well, we could, I suppose. But no, you start with your conclusion. And then you pick your evidence. And if evidence appears, or if a Jack Dorsey says, no, I think it'll be great, uh, you ignore that. Of course. Some people who believe they were being shadow banned, that's having... uh, 
people taken away from their their total. Like ice. Yeah, or you'd never get recommended. You never get uh, connected in any way. It just it keeps you from growing or it shrinks you. Some people have had their numbers jump up in recent days. Some people have lost followers in recent days. I don't. Has Elon done anything? So I'm not sure. No. So I don't. I don't know how you can credit to the same. Um, among the people who say they've gained a bunch of followers that were shadow bound, Ice Cube of NWA and also of charming kids movies. Now, if you know who <laughs> Ice Cube is, my my kids know him as a charming dad character in some of their favorite movies. I saw. I was, I was actually on Ice Cube's Twitter feed yesterday because I saw this. How he said free. He tweeted at Elon Musk. And Ice Cube's got like 5 million followers. Free at last, at Elon Musk, takes off my shadow ban. Thanks, homie. Um, and but I So I was on Ice Cube's Twitter. I said, what does Ice Cube tweet about? And I saw one where <laughs> some woman had tweeted, funny how a, a gangster rapper with NB, NWA is now doing Disney movies for kids. And his response was, funny how you a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you have 5 million followers. That sort of discourse, that's absolutely fantastic. Yep. Uh, Elon Musk did state yesterday, though, that Twitter's move to ban the New York Post's Hunter Biden story right before the election was obviously incredibly inappropriate. And he is 1,000% right about that. And anybody who's even trying to be fair knows that that was ridiculous. Well, right. So the the whole misinformation, disinformation, to make a point that's so freaking obvious, you you probably got there ahead of me. It's in the eye of the beholder. You don't like what Ted Cruz has to say about the Constitution. You call it misinformation or disinformation or whatever. You don't like a news story about how the president and his son are running an influence peddling racket. You call it disinformation. Please, Rachel Maddow, it's made it safe for petrol dictators and disinformation online. Yeah, that's because you label everything you don't like as disinformation, you lying cable woman. It's interesting the different point of view on this. So a lot of the left is scared to death that Trump will be allowed back on Twitter. I almost guarantee you that Elon's vision of Twitter includes the last president and maybe the next candidate for president being allowed on Twitter. But what I don't get about the fear around that is like, uh, if Joe Biden is saying crazy things to my mind, I think Joe Biden's going around saying things that are just insane and provably wrong. I don't want his point of view hidden. Amplify his Twitter, force his Twitter feed into everybody's Twitter feed. I want everybody to hear the crazy crap that Joe Biden is saying. Right. To bring him down. I don't want him hidden. Well, that's what's so insidious and so hubristic about the we need to manage the Internet type people. And we do to some extent, but they just go way too far, is they think that they should be trusted to massage the information you get. So you get what you need and not that which might mislead you because you're such a soft head and such a dope that uh, you can't be exposed to certain information because you'll go crazy. And you, you know what? There are soft heads and dope. And sometimes when they get information, they go crazy. But every time somebody steps up and says, therefore, I ought to be in charge of figuring out what everybody hears, the cure ends up being way worse than the disease. So thanks, but no thanks, Rachel. I don't need you combing through my information sources to decide which stuff I can handle. 
So again, the conversation was a woman tweeting, funny how you used to be an NWA, now you're a Disney star. And he replied, funny how you a hoe now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He he claimed without (laughs) evidence that the woman was now a sex worker. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh my God! Oh, we haven't done. We got to do the do the uh, have the fanfare ready, Michael. This is major, major development. We haven't mentioned for a while. Do- this is the news. There is no other news. Doctor Fauci declared the pandemic over today. <laughs> now it's been over for me in in my mind for a very long time. But I think Dr. Fauci announcing the pandemic is over means Joe Biden can back off mask mandates and crap like that and. various states in their emergency ordinances shouldn't be able to continue anymore. So does this mean when I do my solo cross-country sail across the Pacific, I can take off my mask? (laughs) Davis, California, I'm mocking you right now. I'm mocking you. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um, uh, Yeah, So, but uh, the CDC came out with some numbers yesterday. 60% of Americans... Got COVID, they think. 60%. I got to get the antibody test. I, I just feel like I've missed out on something. I don't know if I've had it or not. Judy had the Omicron. I almost surely did. But uh, they, although, remember, they did that study in uh, Great Britain where they're spraying uh, the COVID up young, healthy people's noses to do some scientific studies on it. And a certain percentage of them, it was damn near half, I think. They just couldn't give them the COVID. They couldn't catch All it. All right. Well, I, I wonder if I'm one of those people. I had it, I think, twice. I know once, and I, I certainly had to have it the second time because everybody else in my family had it and tested positive. There's no way I avoided it. Um, so I probably had it twice. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, we work with somebody who's been pretty dang sick for two weeks over the mild Omicron variant. Two weeks. Right. Oh, yeah, it happens. It's rare, but it happens. Can't work all day long. Like, makes it about halfway through the day and then can't work anymore. Oh, man, two, I hope he feels better soon. i got to drop him a line. That's terrible. Two weeks in. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's out there. Hope you don't get it. Get vaccinated. What am I going to do? I'm going to do what I did yesterday and the day before. Same thing I plan on doing tomorrow, Dr. Fauci. Thanks for the heads up that the pandemic is over. Yeah. Whatever that means. Coronavirus! You know what? I might, you know what? <laughs> oh, there's the coronavirus <laughs> leaving the room. Thank you, Dr. Cardi. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to appraise the risk in my life and in mm. my environment and fashion my life to deal with that risk in a way I find appropriate, according to my own beliefs and needs. Imagine that. Uh, and I just saw this headline yesterday, forgot to mention it. Harvard is going to spend $100 million to study and redress its ties to slavery. Hundred million dollars. Yeah, I guess they they benefited a lot from slavery way back in the day. But they're according- in Massachusetts, so that seems a little odd. But yeah, but but that uh, how much are they on the hook for that? What are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do with that one hundred million dollars to right the wrongs that were okay at the time for some people? Reminds me a little bit of back in the Middle Ages when you had to, what was the term? You'd buy indulgences from your local priest. Mm -hmm. You'd hand him a 10 spot and you'd say, all right, you're forgiven for your sins. Now get out of here. It was a horrible perversion of the idea of uh, sin and forgiveness. 
Uh, uh, Harvard with an endowment of, uh, I'd have to check the number, it's it's like $38 billion or something. So they're going to carve off a tenth of one of those billions to uh, buy themselves an indulgence. Good luck with that, Harvard. <laughs> if Harvard burnt down tomorrow, cured cancer, or or exploded a rocket out of that big tower you always see from Harvard, and it went straight to Mars, I don't care. Do whatever you want, Harvard. I hate you. Unless my kid gets in. Then I'm willing to donate generously. <laughs> uh, who's the guy that started National Review? William F. Buckley Jr. once famously said, I'd rather be governed by the first 2,000 names in the Boston phone book than the 2,000 faculty members of Harvard. Amen to that. Um, uh, this could be a big story just across. Before we take oh, a break. I love this. this is hot. It's hot off the stove. A newly released video suggests an alleged Saudi government operative knew two of the 9-11 hijackers in 2000. Oh, I have no doubt of that. I have not much doubt of it either, and it doesn't surprise me, but if they can confirm it, it's going to be a little of a, how do we handle this and keep everything cool because they're an ally and well, frenemies, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, we're that. Did I tell you the other day I came across the story? Jake Sullivan, the uh, pencil-headed, academic, cold-blooded lizard of a national security <laughs> advisor, he was in Saudi Arabia to talk about uh, them pumping out more oil to make up for the whole Russian thing. And uh, and, and he, for some reason, he brought up uh, old man Khashoggi and the bone saws and the rest of it. And old, uh, 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 what's his name, MBS? Mm-hmm. Uh went crazy and started yelling at him and told him to get out and said they wouldn't pump any more oil and he didn't want to talk to him anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that relationship growing chillier by the day. Ixnay on the own bar, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you're going for Stop talking about the bone saw. (laughs) Quit bringing it up. Sore point. Yeah. To say, hey, enough with the bone saw. Let's talk about something else. This again. This again. <laughs> wow. Again with the bone saw. Get out of here. <laughs> we got oh, more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'll mention it just so you don't hear it on the schoolyard, but I don't think it's a big deal. But Tucker Carlson's going to Iowa to give a speech. Regularly, that's what people do who are wanting to run for president. And they claim, no, I just happen to be picking Iowa when they're clearly running for president. But Tucker Carlson's name is thrown out all the time. I've never gotten any sense that he has any interest in running for elected office. So that's that's that as far as I'm. Huh. I'm more intrigued than you, sir. Okay. I'll have to wait and see, I suppose. He's got plenty of ego on him. Plus, he likes people hearing his ideas. You know, the, the bridge from his gig to politics is not that uh, long a bridge. Um, yeah, interesting. What was I thinking? I was just thinking about something. Flitted right out of my mind. It was related to that. Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. It actually had to do with immigration, which we're about to talk about, at least for a couple of minutes. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to noodle through whether there's actual momentum on this issue, whether something actually might happen in terms of dealing with immigration policy, or it's just one more do-si-do around the uh, 
the square dance there, and, and we'll all end up in the same place we started as I, usual. I would put my money on that one. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else? That was the thought I had in my mind. Uh, John Ossoff, he's uh, one of those guys who won the Georgia Senate runoffs back when Trump badmouthed Kemp and the Republican Party and Republicans didn't show up, thereby giving away the control of the Senate. Nice. Anyway, uh, he was one of those guys elected. He's a pretty damned moderate Democrat. He was on a special report with Brett Baer last night. And I wish I'd asked for the audio because he's talking about, look, Democrats have to admit we got to have control of who's coming in and out of the country. We have to know who's coming in. We have to have control of our borders. Otherwise, we're not a country. This is a Democrat now. He said that. And Republicans. You've got to admit, the millions of people who are law-abiding, hard-working, tax-paying Americans who happen to have no documentation, there's got to be a path for them to get legalized. You've just got to come around to that. And I thought, wow, dude's got it going on. Obviously, that's and, what's got to yes, happen. Yes, we know the history with Reagan and the uh, Republicans agreed to the legalization and never got the border enforcement. Totally uh, aware of that. Um, so you have to be careful about that. But anyway, maybe we can grab that for tomorrow. I thought that was uh, some good stuff. But on the topic of immigration, Bill Malugin continues to do terrific reporting for Fox News. Uh, why don't we just let him speak for himself in clip 60? As sure as the sunrise, illegal crossings continue in Eagle Pass, Texas. Mixed in with them, Texas DPS says, was this suspected Mexican drug cartel member from Ciudad Juarez. In the Rio Grande Valley, Border Patrol agents arrested these two convicted child sex predators, both Mexican nationals. They also arrested two MS-13 gang members over the weekend. And in the Yuma, Arizona sector, border agents arrested this child sex predator from Mexico previously convicted of lewd acts with a child under the age of 14. So when Trump makes a broad-based claim, broad claim of they're sending us, they're rapists, they're thieves, all that sort of stuff, he gets murdered for it. But you catch rapists and thieves and child molesters, and uh, it doesn't make the news. And terrorists. And terrorists. It doesn't make the news unless you're watching Fox. Right. You know, it's funny, as I was listening to that, my thoughts uh, also turned to the orange one. Um, the thing that made me crazy about Trump was that he came so close at times, and if he could have been a little more disciplined, just a little more thoughtful in what he said, he could have made the point and neutralized the backlash and really gotten stuff done. Uh, like the uh, they're sending us their thieves, and it fired up the folks at the rally. Fired them up great, but it just made it too easy to distract moderate America with, uh, you know, the whole, listen to him, he's a racist. And enough people were fooled that the discussion never went anywhere. If you were just to say, among the thousands of people pouring across the border every day are child rapists and, and, and rapists and terrorists and dangerous gang members. A lot of good folks just trying to make a better living for their family. Totally get that. But if we don't know who's coming into our country, we don't know who's a child rapist and who's a terrorist and who's not. So let's get a little better at processing people. That's all you need to say. Seems like a good way to word it. I'm surprised a, a, a terrorist attack hasn't occurred by somebody we know snuck across the border. I'm amazed that that hasn't happened yet. Many, many, many murders and many, many fentanyl overdoses have occurred, though, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Brooks, toss it. Morant drives. Morant. Oh, it's good. One second left. John Morant with the bucket. Well, that's the layup that won the game. That's not the dunk. That's awesome. (laughs) Never mind the game, the commentary. Boo. Morant with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies had, I think, the best dunk in NBA history in a game. Certainly in the playoffs. It was freaking unbelievable. I watched it like 15 times. 
last night. Just stunning. I, 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 I barely know I won't watch the Memphis. I won't watch Memphis. There are no Grizzlies in Memphis. Their whole team is a lie. I only root for teams <laughs> that have legit mascots. Their whole team is a lie. Well, we are... I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. I'll wander around downtown occasionally. I'll see a really big guy. I'll think, yeah, close enough. Close enough. Or maybe you'll think like a really big fat guy. That guy is giant, I say. <laughs> there you go. I can root in good conscience. We're being more honest about our intentions lately in Ukraine. Here's the sec def with Jen Griffin of Fox yesterday. He said the goal is to weaken Russia at the end of this conflict. Why not say defeat Russia? We're not in a fight with Russia. Ukraine is in a current struggle with Russia. And what Ukraine desperately wants is to make sure that it can protect its sovereign territory. And we want to make sure that we're helping Ukraine do that. Yeah, we're helping them, I'd say. Uh, Slicing it a little thin on the whole proxy war thing here. Are you worried that this might turn into a proxy war between the U.S. and Russia? No, it's, it's not. Uh, this is clearly uh, Ukraine's fight, and uh, Ukraine's uh, neighbors and, and allies and partners are, are stepping up to make sure that they, uh, they have what they need in order to be successful. I don't want to turn this into a pissing match. It's not a pissing match. It's an argument. Well, so long as it doesn't turn into a pissing match. Proxy so, war? According to the Oxford Dictionary, is a war instigated? Well, we didn't instigate it uh, on our end, anyway. A war instigated by a major power which does not itself become involved. Okay. Mm, instigated or 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 fought? Uh, a pro- here's a different definition: a proxy war is an armed conflict between two states or non-state actors which act on the instigation or behalf of other parties that are not directly involved in the hostilities. It's clearly a proxy war. I don't understand these games, but whatever. Um, there's no upside. It reminds me of old Dr. Fauci going with that incredibly legalistic uh, definition of gain of function research instead of what everybody d- d- means when they say it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's a proxy war. There's no upside to the. There's no point for the Secretary of Defense of the United States of America to say, "Oh, it's absolutely a proxy war." Sure, we're at war with Russia. Basically, I mean, why would he say that? Um, I get it. In a sh- we mentioned this earlier, in a shift from previous hesitance to supply heavy weaponry, Germany's government authorized the transfer of 50 anti-aircraft tanks to Ukraine and said, we will continue like this. Step by step, whatever Ukraine needs, we will consider with our allies what is possible. So Germany is willing to give the heavy stuff. We're giving the heavy stuff now. Uh, pumping in money and everything like that and declaring, no, our goal is to weaken Russia. It's... All of my favorite thinkers say something happened in the last week, whatever drove it. The United States and Europe has decided we're going to drive you freaking out of the country. Right. Right. That is absolutely clear. What What's an anti-aircraft tank, by the way? I mean, I guess I can figure it out. I guess it's an, anti- the term. an anti-aircraft gun that travels on a tank with a tank, part of a tank. I don't know. Yes, anti-aircraft battery on uh, treads, I guess. But uh, uh, a a former military dude in the Wall Street Journal is making the argument that we need to provide a lot more. And um, (laughs) some of this stuff, it's laziness by the media and laziness by me to not look into it when I hear it from the media. But he talked about the U.S. has promised to provide 90 artillery pieces and 144,000 shells. Okay. In the August 1944 attack on some town in France... We fired 45,000 shells. 
that day. In a single day in October 1944, 18,000 shells struck a town in Germany. He mentions in 1995, the Russians were firing 4,000 shells an hour. In 2017, our Marines fired 35,000 shells in a month at ISIS targets. Hmm. And just the idea that 144,000 shells might sound like a lot, of, a lot, but it ain't at all. It's not even close to a lot. Yeah, I don't mean anything grand by this, but I wish I was in the shell business right now. Yeah. But it is funny how regularly uh, the administration can say we're given this many billion dollars, this many shells, and very few people take the few minutes or few phone calls it would take to figure out what that means. As I've pointed out, because I, I only heard this a couple of weeks ago, we spent $9 billion a month in Iraq. Wow. We've given $4 billion total going to before the war started and through the war in Ukraine, $4 billion total in uh, almost two months. Well, three months if you go before that. So not even close to the amount of money that we're willing to throw into a project if we think it's serious. Well, at least that $9 billion a day bought us a Jeffersonian democracy and a bulwark against extremism in the Middle East. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it sounds like we're serious now for whatever. And um, I was watching Richard Haas of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations give a speech the other day and saying, I feel like there needs to be more con- conversation about the goal. We don't talk about the goal much. Is the goal to drive Russia completely out of Ukraine, giving back what they had before, or just going back to what they had at the beginning of this version of the war, not back to, because it seems like that would be nice to know. It sounded like the SecDef was suggesting drive them off of all sovereign Ukrainian uh, soil, including those breakaway regions. That's what it sounds like to me, too. I wonder if maybe those regions end up being the compromise that allows Putin to save face. I don't know. That's just a wild guess. But you're absolutely right, as are others, that clearly that big meeting of NATO and other European countries a few days ago, that resulted in a firm decision because you had Germany announce we're phasing out all Russian energy by the end of the year. I mean, which is a shocking assertion. At least oil, I think natural gas, maybe next year. Uh, Germany gave those 50 anti-tank uh, or anti-aircraft tanks. Um, you had uh, announcements of more U.S. aid. And, and this goes under the radar mostly. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of backfill for other countries that they're donating their stuff to Ukraine. We'll give them stuff so their cupboards aren't bare. Uh, all sorts of strong pronouncements. The SecDef saying we're going to drive them out of uh, Ukrainian soil, uh, that sort of thing. There's obviously been a coming together of the minds. Uh, meanwhile, people are being uh, murdered and raped and tortured on a daily basis, and they're uncovering more of that. So it's uh, every bit as horrific as it ever has been in the various towns around Ukraine. So, Hey, have you heard any uh, significant updates on the uh, the holdup 1,000 or 2,000 no. in the, uh, the steel plant in Mariupol? Not, not, not since the news came out that somehow we're resupplying them. Hmm. However, that is going. Amazon? You know what I'd really like to know is what Joe Biden's average day look like looks like and the people around him. Does he get up in the morning and go into that room and get the briefing and like fully comprehend what he's reading and have discussions like a grown-up person in charge of stuff? Or is he just kind of wandering around and everybody else is doing most of it? I said, hey, Esther, 
I would guess that, uh, let me answer it this way. I'll bet the chief of staff, Ron Klain, and the entire staff has uh, signals or code or whatever for when he's having a good day and when he's having a bad day. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe you can text or email about this, but I I think from my observations, it, it tends to work like that. It's not a, every day's not the same. You're not like at a specific point and that's where you are. It comes and goes. And there are probably days where today would be a good day to have a meeting about a bunch of complicated stuff. Mm-hmm. And there are probably days where they think there is no point in trying to have a meeting with him today. 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the sad story. A lot of these uh, cognitive conditions, cognitive decline. It's like, you know, the U.S. stock market through history, a lot of jiggles up and down, but it trends up, 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 up. Eventually, it's the opposite with, you know. Those conditions. There are jiggles up and down, and the up days are good, but uh, the trend is down. We've been talking in the last couple of days, I don't know how it keeps coming up, the idea of how you have a moral country without religion or morality or making sure people have a sense of right and wrong, stuff like that. I heard something interesting from Jordan Peterson in one of his YouTube videos the other day I wanted to discuss. Maybe I'll be Mm. part of Finishing Strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand. Tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. What do you think of artists who charge anywhere between fifty to seventy-five dollars for tickets? There who charges that, that much, much money? Who does Apparently. that? <laughs> Madonna. How much does? do we charge a ticket, John? Seventeen to eighteen bucks a ticket. Wow. Madonna charges fifty dollars. Apparently. Yeah. We were talking about, boy, we should charge $25 and really milk it. Yeah. <laughs> really take them for all they got. They want to come. Let's see how bad they really want to see the band play. So that's Nirvana back in 1993 discussing that they're charging $17 a ticket while Madonna was charging an outrageous 50 I did my one of my favorite things to have on my phone. Everybody should have one of these. An inflation calculator. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't account for inflation... Any numbers from the past are 1,000% meaningless. But so Adjusted the, for inflation. Uh, exactly. Back in 1983, they were just 280% meaningless. $50 in 1993 is $100 now. So that the most expensive concert by the hottest act in America was charging $100? Uh, would be charging $100 now? That would be much cheaper than they do now. So tickets have definitely gotten more expensive. Especially among your boomer rock bands. Boomer rock. Yeah. You know, it's similar to yacht rock. (laughs) But yeah, if you go see Fleetwood Mac or the Eagles or something like that, you're going to pay several hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Not going to do it. What's a what's like a regular young people concert cost? I don't have the slightest idea, obviously. Oh, like a, a big act, a national act? I was just wondering if I went to see... If, well, if I go to see Jason Aldean, what would it cost me? Alex, do you know? Yeah, probably 150 200 if you want some good seats. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, for a mainstream country superstar. In a time when you can see him on uh, you know, YouTube or whatever all the time. Yeah. Well, live is... It's interesting. Live is its own thing. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying they're they're comparable. It's just in, in my day, like uh, as I was a teenage Rush freak, the band Rush. I loved him so much. I couldn't Rush see a show Limbaugh. of theirs. Rush Limbaugh. You would go see him in concert. What's wrong? The liberals are wrong. And we'd cheer. No, no. Rush, the three-piece One Canadian One more band. time, Mr. Snurdly. Uh, and uh, there was no way to see one of their shows except to show up live. But adjusted for inflation, even, the tickets weren't a, a fraction. Mm-hmm. How much time I got, Michael? Because it's a complex subject I'm about to jump into. Oh, that's plenty of time. So we, I mentioned that Harvard has set aside $100 million to study and make amends for the fact that they've got slavery in their background. I'm not exactly sure what any of that means. The state of California has taken more steps toward the idea of reparations to somebody from somebody about slavery. 
Here's a good text about how complicated this whole damn thing is, and I wish it had, slavery had never happened for all kinds of different reasons. But Massachusetts made rum from sugarcane grown by slaves, made cloth from cotton grown in the South by slaves, along with New York and Pennsylvania, provided the banking and insurance structure for the plantation economy and made money from that. These were northern companies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, generations of wealthy elite slave owners educated at Harvard and Yale. Harvard made a lot more money from slavery than my poor small farmer no-slave ancestors did who happened to fight for the Confederacy. If you're going to try to nail down who, who, what descendants are on the hook for that. So his descendants who didn't have slaves but fought for the Confederacy probably to try to keep the South from being overtaken by the North, not because they cared much about slavery, um, would pay the northern bankers who did profit from slavery but lived in the part of the country where slavery was illegal. That's why it's so freaking complicated. Or vice versa. My favorite's Obama. He's a black man because his dad was a Nigerian tourist, more or less. I mean, he had an academic appointment that lasted a little while, then he went back to Nigeria. His mom was a white gal whose family history includes uh, slavery, I guess, having slaves. Um, so is he going to write himself a check? Is he in? Is he out? I know California. But his black their... lineage comes a hundred years after slavery was over. So that, you know, which is part of the whole complicates and reparations thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, California, though Looney Tunes, as always, was trying to deal with that by saying only somebody who's a direct descendant of somebody who was in the country at that time and enslaved gets any money. Should receive money from everyone? The taxpayers, apparently. Just everyone, no matter your yeah. lineage. Right. But the whole thing is... is uh, you know, rendered ridiculous by the trillions and trillions of dollars that have already been spent by taxpayers to try to lift up black America in one way or another. Some programs have been pretty good. Some have been not so good. Some of them have been directly, disastrously counterproductive. It's, it's number one, it's nut job ideologues just trying to express their virtue, or it's people with no understanding or grasp of history and the history of social programs. It's just, it's a non-starter. Quit wasting your own time. It is worth pointing out, though, because we dumb it down to just a North versus South. North was on the right side, South was on the wrong side, the Confederate states, people still refer to the states of the Old South and that sort of thing, when it is much more complicated when you look at Harvard and Yale and their background and all the financial institutions of the North that were profiting mightily off of the biggest business we had in America at the time, which was King Cotton, Um, yeah, it's much more complicated than North good, South bad, obviously. Yeah, it's a good point. Well made. We thank you for your input. Yeah, good text. Because most of the texts are terrible, but that was a good one. There's already an Elvis of now presenting Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Well... Dr. Fauci said it's over, so I can finally celebrate Christmas again. I, you know, I haven't seen my family in two and a half years, and so <laughs> I can finally do it. Fantastic. See your mom and dad for the first time in yeah, two years. in two years. Boy, there are some people who could seriously yep. say that. Yep. 
Hey, uh, Michael, I have clip number 11 ready for me, would you please? Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, it's the 21-year anniversary of my favorite worst movie of all time. It's called Driven. It's a look into uh, auto racing from 2001. It has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think everyone should at least watch it once. If you find the time this week, it's called Driven. (laughs) Okay. We ought to get together and watch that my favorite uh, bad movie, Hot to Trot, starring the great... John Candy. It's a horse racing movie, so kind of a tie-in there. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, my final thought is just going to be this play-by-play of the greatest dunk last night I've ever seen in the NBA. Morant downhill into the lane. He hangs it. Oh, my goodness. He jumps right over Malik Beasley with a right-handed hammer. Oh, Lord. Oh! A jawbreaker! Morant with the highlight reel dunk that may just bring this team back into this one. It was... Stunning. You should catch the video. Do we have that at armstrongandgetty.com or you got to click around? We'll figure Not it out. Yet, we can shortly. Okay, shortly. My final thought is also an audio clip. This is Karen Metal. musician who takes the crazy-ass Karen rants that go viral on the video, and he builds heavy metal songs around them. We've got them posted several at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. Yeah, it's all part of Hot Links. We do that every single day. A bunch of great clicks. You can also drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Or if you missed a chunk of the show, you want to catch up, it's Armstrong and Getty On Demand, wherever you like to get podcasts, or armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Something was slightly rotten in the state of Denmark. That's not you fool! I expected more. I don't give two craps. Control your soul's desire for freedom. But if we don't... Well, Lordy freaking God! This isn't a safe space. This isn't a safe space. I was attacked by a ghost. What the hell are you talking about? A And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note... Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.